Albert Brothers Racing, a flat track racer. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Welcome back to the show. This portion brought to you by Wiseco Performance Solutions. Wiseco has the products you need, and they're always developing new pieces, new uh, insights into motorcycle racing. Check them out at a dealer near you or look for them online at wiseco.com. Magic is something that has thrilled me for years and years and years. Uh, and I studied Harry Houdini, who was not a magician. He was a, an illusionist and an escape artist. That's what Harry Houdini was, Eric Weiss out of Wisconsin. He was also one of America's greatest spies and greatest pilots in the early days of aviation. Um, here joining us now is Taylor Roberts. Taylor, you and I were talking off air about magic. Um, is there a part of magic that, that you enjoy? Is it up close or is it the big cut the woman in half or the, the magical saw that doesn't cut the guy in half? Or what is it about magic that you like? Uh, the up close stuff is pretty cool because when it, you know, it's that it's personal, you know, at that point when they're in your personal space and they make something happen, you can't figure out. Does it upset but, you when they do that? I mean, if you can make two cards jump from one hand to the other and then change uh, suits while they're jumping, I mean, you got to wonder, first of all, how does that happen and why? And does that kind right. of thing upset you? Oh, uh, yeah, it definitely upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I'll tell you what, what else is pretty cool, and that's actually my probably one of my favorite movies of all time is The Prestige. Oh, yeah. You know, something where he's committed to it lifelong. So the practice is goal, the the practice goal is toward perfection. Well, you've been doing just that in motorcycle racing. I mean, let's face it. Um, what you do, uh, especially back from a long summer break, you came back ready to win, and that's exactly what you did for Red Bull KTM. Um, let's talk a little bit about the preparation. How much is that in your heart and in your head the entire break? Um, well, for me, this year is about 90% in my 90% mental Okay. because uh, I actually got hurt over the summer break and had to have uh, two plates and 13 screws put in my hand, so I didn't get a whole lot of riding in. Well, I see. I thought it was way to bounce screws. back, buddy. No doubt, no doubt. Because you came back swinging. I mean, every race, uh, every race you've finished, you've won. It's that simple this year, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been going really well. It's just unfortunately, I've had some some injuries that I have. I would say are out of my control, or uh, you know, accidents that were out of my control. It wasn't necessarily my fault. It's you know, made it happen. So that was hard to swallow, but I've been able to come back and, and win all the races. So that definitely feels good. It makes it a little bit sweeter when, when, uh, you have to overcome that adversity. Well, and you've got this season's by no, no means over for you, uh, Taylor. You've got, uh, two more rounds coming up right. in your work series, right? Round eight upcoming in Mesquite, Nevada, October 5th. And then season enders at Buffalo bill, right? Yes, sir. So uh, you got 50 points on offer. You're only 25 back. I would uh, say a guy who has put up a bunch of number ones when he uh, finishes the race, uh, this is not at all out of reach. No, I, I don't think so either. I think it's uh, you know it's definitely possible. I, with all the bad luck I've had this year, I hope I might have a little bit of good luck coming my way, and that would definitely help. <laughs> yeah, right. If you, uh, and by the way, Buffalo Bill and uh, Pahrumpf, Nevada sucks. Oh, no. Uh, I, <laughs> well, they're racing there either way. Yeah, not the racing. 
um, just being out there that far away from the strip and all the activity that is Las Vegas, but I hate Buffalo Bills. I've had to work there countless times, and I don't like going there. Even though the ride <laughs> is free and you get paid, the oh, point is and it's, it's, it's not it's Las gonna Vegas. Be a killer race. I, I, I would imagine it will be. Um, talk to us a little bit about your preparation for this event, because quite frankly, until you race it, it's a bit of an unknown. Um, with Buffalo Bills? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've raced there a few times before, but that race is, the first few times we did it, I actually loved it. They had a nice sandy base out there, it was rough. The last few times we've done it, I don't know if the sun has just baked that place in a concrete or what, but it is a <laughs> super hard pack out there lately, and, um, you know, unless we get some rain before the race, which, uh, being that we're in the southwest, that's probably pretty... Not going to happen. Reach. Yeah, they, um, it's all hanging out over in uh, the Carolinas right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's probably going to be be nice and hard pack and square edge. So really just, when for me, when it comes down to the track getting nasty rough like that, it's all about line choice and trying to take the smooth line around the track because otherwise it'll just beat you up. And how about Mesquite? I mean, by comparison, uh, I, it's all... Nevada, so arguably one could say the the terrain's the same, but are there some uh, meaningful differences between what you got coming up at Mesquite? Yeah, Mesquite's actually my favorite track. That's where I won my first worst race in 2009, so I got a little special place in my heart for that place, but it's also the by far the sandiest track we have on the works circuit. Um, they have an awesome motocross track there, and then the whole off-road section is in a riverbed, and it's deep sand. So that plays into clearly your favorite type of riding, loose loose uh, soil, and it's definitely we hear from more than a few GNCC racers, sprint enduro racers. If you're into the sand, uh, it, you know it really gives you a chance to separate from the crowd. Yeah, sand is uh, you know it's one of those things that I would like to say separates the men from the boys. And I want to, I'm just I guess I want to ask you this: when, when racing in sand. Everybody looks at it differently, but um, for me, as as an observer, okay, or somebody that's in the pits anyway and watching, it seems to me sand would, would make it more difficult to hook up. You've been quoted as saying, I like riding my dirt bike where no vehicle has gone before. <laughs> so, I mean, what's funny about that? No, I just, uh, yeah, I like, uh, I like the challenge of uh, being where, uh, where nobody's been and and uh, usually that comes with loss of traction and, and some pretty tricky situations. So. But that doesn't seem to bother you, dude, and that's my point. Um, it seems as if you get stronger when the challenge goes up, you get stronger. Yeah, I like the challenge. I don't know. I just, uh, something about uh, things not being easy is what, uh, what gets me off, I guess. <laughs> so, Taylor, are you doing other... I mean, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm not familiar enough with your race uh, uh, pedigree and profile. Are you racing in other series besides works? Not, Good not question. that you need to. It's a, that's a handful of a season uh, with a little break there in the middle. But are are you doing other stuff, motoing at all? What else do you do on uh, on two wheels, man? Yeah, honestly, my other big focus is ISD. Just uh, I'm the team captain for Team USA there, and um, just trying to make sure we can go out there and uh, back up our win from a couple of years ago. But I have also been doing the Heron Hound series, but I missed a couple of races there. And then they had 
some uh, some issues with some of their track locations. They had to cancel three rounds. So unfortunately, on that one, I'm I'm out of the championship. But uh, yeah, right now I'm just uh, you know doing the last couple works races, but really starting to focus on ISD, which is awesome. I guess. Um, let's go uh, to the next um, the event uh, coming up. We talked about Sand Base, but competition obviously uh, it's going to be it's going to be huge. Um, you were raised in Arizona, and and I'm going to ask you um, if if that's going to make a difference between a guy that's raised in Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York, uh, even the Carolinas. But you're you're raised in a sand based environment, so how much does that play in your favor? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it definitely plays a bit in my favor, just being comfortable in that terrain. And, um, you know, when I was growing up, I never actually rode a lot of sand. Where I live is, is pretty hard packed. Okay. Uh, but I've just always enjoyed sand. So I have a, a few sand facts that are within an hour of me that I have to go ride. But, um, you know, it's not like I ride ride there every week. So I uh, it's just something I enjoy. I don't know, something about flowing and i think it kind of suits my style i'm not one of those guys that's real aggressive on the gas but i'm not aggressive on the brakes either and i just try to carry that momentum and that seems to work out really well and pj you know this i'm very aggressive on the brakes i always have known that (laughs) yeah so let's go back to pj duran pj go ahead you were you were saying taylor you're the captain of the isd effort is that correct yes sir all right so what all does i mean we talk to ISD riders every year, and it's a, clearly it's a huge honor. It's a big deal um, re- representing the U.S. What does the captain have to do that maybe some of the other team members don't have to do? <laughs> what it really comes down to is driving everybody around all week. And You're that guy. <laughs> captain's <Yeah>. captain's <laughs> the chauffeur. Yeah, exactly. The chauffeur and making sure everybody's where they need to be on time. It's really just a glorified babysitting position. But um, Lucky no. you, you pulled the short straw. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But no, it's just, you know, I've, I have the most experience on the team at ISD. This will be my eighth time doing it. And, uh, you know, this year we have a, a new guy on the team, Zach Bell. So actually, as we speak, I'm teaching Zach how to change tires in less than 15 minutes. So just little things like that. Um, you know, making sure everybody's where they need to be at the top of their game and, and comfortable with the with the tracks and everything like that. So, I want to I want to switch gears if I can just for a minute. Um, yep. And and this is I guess a personal question, and answer it to the best of your or answer it to the best of of your ability or don't. But I want to <laughs> go back to last year. Okay, and yep. uh, you were downed. Okay. Um, and it was Colton Haker who actually stopped during the race to to help you. Um, yeah. What did that? What did that? I mean, that seems to me to be a very generous uh, gesture by Colton Haker. It was more than just a race. It was more than just a win. He did end up winning, but um, what did that mean to you? Yeah, I mean that was really cool. It was. Uh... You know, Colton was the first one to stop, and I was unconscious when he stopped, so I didn't wasn't you know really aware of what was going on. But then I woke up, and all these all my you know arguably some of my best friends were standing above me. With Colton was there, uh, my roommate at the time, Mitch Carvel, was over oh, me. Wow. My my training partner, Max Gersten, was standing over me. 
Um, another really good buddy of mine, uh, Noah Keppel, was there and just seeing all those guys. And like then I finally, I uh, I didn't hit my head. I actually passed out from lack of oxygen because I uh, collapsed a lung. So I, when I realized what happened, I mean, I had full memory. And I'm like, oh, wow, these guys all stopped for me. And then, of course, you know, later the video came out and Colton actually came and saw me twice in the hospital. So that oh. was really cool. And it, uh, yeah, that really showed a lot of heart from his side, which was, which was awesome. Did he sign a poster for you or anything like that when you were in the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he asked, there's anything you could want right now. What is it? I just said, I just want a Colton Haker jersey. <laughs> I want a helmet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> PJ, uh, let's go to the final question uh, from you to our guest, Taylor Robert. Obviously, uh, one of the quick guys out there, but uh, uh, part of the reason why KTM, and you sell KTM. Absolutely, and he's got one of the cool ones. You're riding a, are you riding a 350 or 450, uh, Taylor? Uh, right now, I'm focusing on the 450. I mean, that's... Luckily, I've put myself in a position where I like to race everything, and KTM has a bike for everything, so I've raced almost every one of their models, but right now I'm on the 450, and that's what I'm racing that works at ISP. So how close is that? If I went out to Hicklin Power Sports right now, okay, um, how close would that be to what I would buy off the floor, out of the crate, the bike you race? How close would it be? Uh, it would be really close. I mean, the only thing we really do, aside from bolt-on parts like exhaust, guys and stuff like that the motor is pretty much stock and then we throw on the a-kit suspension and and uh go racing it's very yeah we have one called the factory model i'm a do you guys start with an sx is that what you're or do you start with an xc um it's kind of a mix of both we have an sx frame which just means it doesn't have the kickstand mount really um but then you know we have an 18 inch rear wheel and we throw you know an ims tank on so, those are the... You're mixing different. up the parts to get what you want out of it, but the, the, yes, it's very similar to answer your question, Scotty. And, and what's what what the price point on the bike entry level? What, what are we talking about? And, and Taylor, you don't need to be responsible for this, but <laughs> let's go back to uh, uh, PJ. A, a 450 SX, I think, is around eight eighty five. Uh, a little, you're looking at more if you want the cool factory model. But that, that's really affordable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's what a fast bike costs. That's and, what a fast which, bike costs. Which is really incredible. If you guys, I don't know how close you guys follow bicycles, but uh, Specialized just released a new uh, pedal assist bike yesterday. Yeah. $12,000. <laughs> yeah, we've got the KTM ones of those too, the, the E-Assist. And, which, uh, is that what Tony has? Yep, Tony yeah. has one, the mountain bike version. They make a street version and... Yeah, they're not inexpensive things. Our studios here are on the third floor of the iHeart Studios in Des Moines, Iowa. And outside of our studio doors, uh, you can go down the hall, take a left, take a left, take a left, and you're back. All the way around the square. I drove his his, uh, his KTM bike, bicycle, e-assist bicycle, uh, probably, I don't know, 15 laps or whatever. Sure, I was dizzy. But the point is... What a nice, smooth ride and efficient it was, uh, and there were no fumes. I think that's pretty cool. KTM, look for it at a dealer near you. Our guest, Red Bull KTM racer, rider, star, Taylor Robert. Taylor, um, let's look back at those that make it possible for you to go racing. Who are those people? And let's get some credit where credit's due when it comes to sponsors. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do it without the Red Bull KTM FMF team. Um, and then you know, my personal sponsors, Charlie Design, 100%, GoPro, 
USWE. Those are the guys that make it happen. So I'm happy to have a ton of awesome sponsors, an awesome team, awesome mechanic, and uh, just glad I can be out there racing a motorcycle for a living. All right, so, Taylor, you know this. I'm holding a card in my hand right now, taking us back to magic, okay, at the beginning of the interview. <laughs> um, first of all, what suit is it? Go ahead. Diamond. It, wow, that is good. Okay, so diamond. And uh, between one, excuse me, uh, two and ten, what, uh, what number of numerical number or uh, a face card am I showing right now to PJ? Dang. Uh, Jack, I, you told me he was good with magic, but that's amazing. Eight of diamonds, correct. That's crazy. That's crazy. And so hopefully he gets two more big wins at the end of the season, Taylor. We're going to be pulling for you, man. It's I, I love a come-from-behind story. Would that be an ace of diamonds? Then? That'd be the ace of diamonds twice. Yeah. If he, yep, if you can do it twice, man. Uh, Why not? We're going to be pulling for you because uh, – yeah, you had a little bit of bad luck there that, like you said, wasn't your fault, and I, we're just hoping you can uh, finish no as strong as you've gone uh, in the last few. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Taylor, thanks, buddy, and and uh, best of luck to you out there, no matter if I like Buffalo Bills or not. Just best of luck, okay? <laughs> All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tell your family what's today, okay? Will do. All right, five years ago, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen line was the first true lightweight racewear to the market in the original gear line to define the minimalist lightweight category. But when you're first, you've got to stay on the gas, and Fly in continues to develop and improve this premium gear with the addition of the BOA system. Now, this revolutionary waste adjustment system offers fast, on-the-fly micro-adjustability with a truly dialed-in fit. A simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience. Visit flyracing.com for more details or ask for it at a dealer near you. Our thanks to our friends at Red Bull KTM for making Taylor Robert available. Uh, we appreciate the opportunity each and every time he's on the program. We hope you do too. Stay tuned. More of Pit Pass coming up from the Pit Pass Radio Network. Stay tuned. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.